<clears throat> What's going on? Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 51. 51, baby. We're making our way. Uh, thank you to everybody that's been tuning in for the last 50 episodes. We got another one for you. Um, episode 51. Today was with uh, Paris Fasoni. Um, I wanted to talk to her because she uh, has been in the game for a while. She she does um, videos and photos of bands on tour. Um, and as we got into it, she kind of explained <clears throat> she's not just shooting like you know biopics and things like that, press photos. She like really gets in the mix and she likes to get you know to capture the behind the scenes kind of fly on the wall kind of stuff. So. Um, and her recaps always look great. Everything from the, the Newfound Glory tour um, I saw was great. And, um, she's also like a big, uh, you know, Photoshop nerd and um, video editing, things like that. So we got, to, we got to nerd out for a bit on that. So it was just a fun conversation. <clears throat> um, it was really good to talk to her. Thanks to my buddy James Donano for hooking that up. Don't forget to grab tickets to the Ballyhoo shows this month. Uh, we're going to be hooking up with Badfish for about six shows. We've got a couple headliners before that. Um, BallyhooRocks.com slash tour for all the dates and the tickets. Uh, thanks to all the supporters of the podcast. If you're interested in supporting the podcast at all, go to uh, TalesFromTheGreenRoom.com. Hit support the podcast right there on the top, and it will show you some cool options. Uh, it's monthly. You can stop paying whenever you want. No hard feelings. Uh, thanks everybody that's done it so far. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it all it all helps. Um, word. Okay, let's get into this, man. Episode fifty one with Paris Pisoni. Tales from the Green Room. Let's go. Paris, what's going on? What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Sweet. I'm good too. Where are you right now? Um, I am home in my studio. In your studio. Where How's the sound? I so have a microphone plugged it's, in. It sounds great, actually. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Doing it this way, like, um, I've had people with like headphones with a mic in it. I've had people just doing speakerphone. You know, just kind of yelling at the phone. <clears throat> I've had it up to their ears. So, yeah, this is great. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, where where is home? I am in Saugus, which is basically Boston, Mass. Gotcha. Yeah. Right on. <clears throat> so, you're, you're friends with uh, the Donanos. Oh, some, yes. Some friends of mine. Love them. They're Good great. people. Good people. They're great. They're great. They're so awesome. Very, <laughs> very different from each other. Yeah. But also equally as creative and <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> yeah, good good dudes for sure. Yeah. So um we hung out a little bit last winter uh doing uh their um the Callisto thing. We did. In James's house. Yes. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good time. That was um once again one of the like weirder and more interesting uh production jobs i've had it's both with him <laughs> both with him right yeah. like the silhouette rising thing i did before that and was weird and then <clears throat> now the calista thing it was like the day before i drove drove up there he's like oh we fired our singer by the way and i'm like oh sweet 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Rob has a great voice. He does. He does. He stepped up really nicely. Yeah. Um, He's great. Yeah, that was cool. Those the songs turned out really good. Yeah, I've only heard a couple, but I, I got to hear the rest. It, it's it's just cool how how great you can make it sound, but you're just in the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, those guys, uh, uh, Dylan and Joe, man, they, they set it up really nicely. It's like. We had the, the drum kit downstairs in the basement and then like the control room and some spare room there in, in, in the house. And uh, Liz, James' wife, is just like dealing with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and know? the dog, too. The dog has to put up with it. Oh, the dog, too, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think, the, I think the dog enjoyed it. <laughs> um, so uh, <clears throat> you do a lot of cool shit. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you do, like, your video recaps are always rad. You go on tour with, like, all these bands. Yeah, um, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the, the look and the, the style. And the Newfound Glory videos just look insane every time. just looks like a party. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard to make it look fun because it is. Yeah. That's great. Those guys uh, seem really cool. I've met, I've met them a few times here and there. Like Warp Tour, you know, and uh, always nice. And Cyrus yeah, is always we laid back actually, and chill. I was actually on that Warp Tour because I remember watching your band a few times, but I didn't know you back then. Oh, cool. And, and you know how, what was it, 2016? Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first, actually, my first tour with Newfound. So I was, uh, I was still learning everyone. And, uh, so I was kind of antisocial on, on Warp Tour, which is kind of the worst thing to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are so many. I think that tour, though, is just comprised of many antisocial type of people, though, right? You know, just it's just like when you have an air-conditioned bus and yeah. it is 90 degrees outside and you're on the pavement, it's kind of hard to leave it. It is so hard to leave. We, we That was our first bus tour, and oh, we, nice. it was very tough. We had to get up. Like we were that band that like, you know, nobody knows who we are. So like we're we're up in like seven eight in the morning, and writing posters and hanging them and you know running around right. doing the work. You know, so <laughs> exactly. yeah. Any time we could spend on the bus was just you know the best. <laughs> what do you mean, you guys? You guys had people for you. For we sure. did. We did. Yeah, you know. I know. We did. We had we have some fans. No, that was yeah. actually that was definitely uh, that was definitely the best. Um, we've done <clears throat> two warp tours. 2012 was the first one, and that, that went really well. Um, but we sold a shitload of CDs of our record at that time, Daydreams. And so 2016, so four years later, um, yeah, we had really good crowds most days. It was yeah, nice. I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad we're memorable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how'd you get to know uh, the Newfound Glory guys? Um, it's actually kind of a... Not a long story, but my boyfriend's band, uh, which is Protagonist, they um, mm -hmm. they did a tour with Newfound Glory that was the Florida Vacation Tour. So I was out with Protagonist because I always tour with them. They're kind of my my go-to. They're my, the first band I've ever toured with, and That's I right. always will. You know, we're in bands, but <laughs> you know, we're bringing it back to the roots. Sure. So. Um, yeah, I was out with them, and my boyfriend Pete actually knew Ian just from living in South Florida for a while, because, you know, the South Florida scene is not the huge, the biggest scene. So, right. 
they've known Ian and I've met him a couple of times. Um, I've always loved Newtown Glory, so it's uh, it was kind of cool. I, it was a it was a definite that I was just going on that tour with protagonist. Sure. E- either way, but Newtown Glory was kind of like the icing on the cake. So right. Um, they basically saw what I did with protagonist and they asked me if they if I wanted to go on Warp Tour and they had a book coming out story so far. Um, so we we're just promoting that on Warp Tour and then they were like, you're only doing Warp Tour. And I was like, that's fine. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I've been touring with Godsmack and the Biscuit before that, like pretty consistently. So I was fine with uh, just doing the one tour because it was one of my favorite bands. So, and then after that, they, uh, they didn't want to let me go. So <laughs> I've been on every tour since then. So it's that's been a lot great. of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's really great, man. I, I, I was seeing, checking out all the, uh, was it the, the sick tour, right? Yes. Yeah. With, I was uh, checking out the videos every day on that. And it was, it looks like so much fun. Yeah, it was great. That was with Bayside and movie life. Movie life. And, okay. and William Ryan Key. Oh, um, right on. Which, from uh, yellow card, from right? yellow card. Yep. I, um, it's funny because I always heard stories about Ryan Key of how he was a dick, and he's not. He's really, <laughs> he's really not at all. And I remember I said it to him once, and he still repeats it to me. Like every time I see him, that I was like, it was a month into the tour, and I was like, you know what? I like you a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> and he, he thought that was. He's like, what? Story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's offended, but sort of excited, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I guess relieved, funny. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I hear a lot of bad stuff about people that, you know, I'm, I've am i worked with or going to work with where it's like, oh, I'm kind of scared to, you know, live with this person. And then you get there and you're like, what are these? Did they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know these people on like a personal level. They meet someone in passing and they didn't, you know, kiss their ass for the second that they met them so now they're an asshole but right it's you know it's usually not the case yeah i think uh you, you just especially if you're meeting someone for the first time you know like once you know you you just met them that one time and maybe they were a dick or something or they, they were less than maybe i don't know not as quick you don't you just don't know what people are going through like, exactly. You just yeah. have no idea. You could have met them when their grandmother died or something, you know, like just exactly. or, or whatever. And yeah, I, I found that to be true with um, artists that I've met in the past. You know, I thought, oh, those guys are a bunch of assholes. It's like, dude, these guys are some of the sweetest guys I've ever met. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, it comes out, of, it comes out of, you know, jealousy or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's, it's people that are miserable, you know. Yeah. Um, just trying not to associate with that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so when you say you, you go out with, uh, Godsmack and, um, Limp Bizkit and stuff, so that's all video stuff. You're just doing recaps yeah, do, and things. Yeah. Photos, videos. I mean, it's kind of different from band to band. I sort of cater it to each band because this, I'm not going to do the same thing I do with Newfound for Godsmack. You know, the, the fan base is different. They want to see different stuff. Um, it's, a uh, it all just depends on the vibe and what they're pushing at that time. You know, it kind of it's kind of more than just the surface of pushing stuff out on social media. Like I'm working with management. We're figuring out like best times to promote this. And we have a new album coming out here, but we have a video here and we don't want to crowd it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's kind of a whole thing that you don't really realize until you get into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, it kind of just depends on what we're promoting at the time and the, you know, the best way to promote it, whether it's funny, whether it's serious, whether it's, you know, showing the big crowd shots or whether it's showing intimate moments or it's kind of, it's kind of all by situation basis. So. Wow. A lot of strategy involved. Oh yeah. But yeah. all kinds of media, photo, video, Instagram, Facebook, stories for Instagram, Twitter, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so are you, so are you doing outlets. like, you doing like the formatting as well? Are you doing like the the nine by sixteen, ver- you know, for the stories and? Oh or- yeah, there's a lot of uh, automation I have in Photoshop that's <laughs> become very useful for resizing and you know all that. Everything needs something different. But on Godsmack, we actually have a social media girl who kills it so it's it's a lot easier for me because she takes care of all the scheduling i just throw it into a huge folder that everyone has access to so whenever they need a photo i just go here's the link <laughs> look through the thousands of photos that are in there <laughs> yeah i'm going it's like here it is i'm going on break you know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i i swear by dropbox dude oh yeah i, I have google drive which is 10 terabytes so i just literally oh, because I, I, it's great for videos because sometimes the, the videos are huge. Yeah. Especially when you're doing music videos and stuff like that. You want the high res. Right. I don't want to deal with space. Yeah. <laughs> I need a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Just I'll pay whatever. Just let me have exactly. the space. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the right same now. way. I'm, I'm, I'm at like convenience. I love like that's why I got the Dropbox. I did the 10 bucks a month or whatever. Now I'm looking at they're like, huh, your 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 hard drive is, is looking pretty low. You should pay the 20 bucks <laughs> for the pro. And I'm considering it, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's worth it, it not to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, I try to stay organized. You know, I have folders and you know everything's color coded. And... Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. Name, uh, all my hard drives are named after like people. Oh yeah. So it's pretty funny. Like right now, I'm looking at Jerry Seinfeld, Rain Wilson. I got a couple band dudes in there. Like I'll just name it Sully and I like if I'm doing Godsmack stuff, so I'll, I plug it in. And it's just, just it's all, there's Sully on your desktop. Yeah, exactly. I put a little icon that has the, the photo of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it fails, it's pretty funny. Like I had Ian Grushka on tour, a uh, little hard drive, four terabyte, little portable one, and it failed me. I'm like, Ian, you failed me. <laughs> and I had to replace him, and I replaced it with Cyrus, who is, you know, more dependable. More dependable. <laughs> Cyrus. Every, everybody likes Cyrus. Exactly. <laughs> That's great, man. Um, so how did you get into all this, like, uh, starting out? Like, when, when, teenage years? Like, how did you meet these people? Well, yeah, I, the whole, it was the goal kind of the whole time, honestly. I was 11, and I was super into Hanson, the band. Who wasn't? And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I was, I was watching uh, Entertainment Tonight with my mom, and they were doing a day in the life with Hanson. So it was, they were doing a photo shoot. They wanted to eat all this stuff, but I saw them doing the photo shoot and they were like throwing out leaves and having a great time. And I was like, that's it. Like I need to become a photographer so I can hang out with Hanson. <laughs> so I kind of just started taking pictures of my family and setting up my cousins and my sister, like as if they were a band and I just had little disposable cameras and I would just go wild. So it kind of started a long time ago. I started getting into documentary photography more, so it kind of veered that way. But after like being with protagonists and then eventually getting my first tour, um, it was like 
the dream come true to to take these sort of not necessarily photo shoot like how I thought of when I was eleven, but like mm. documentary photos, like behind the scenes stuff of musicians and being on tour and all that. So that's awesome. There's a guy I can't remember his damn name, but he was the guy that um, shot all the photos of like Nirvana back in the mm-hmm. early days. Yeah, and, and all the photos are like of people flying through the air and in the pit, and you know Kurt like you know laying over the drum set like yeah all these really very cool interesting photos like those are the types of photos that he took i can't remember his damn name but um but yeah uh if anybody knows what i'm talking about do a google google search and you'll, you'll see but just amazing <laughs> type of photos it's, it's just more than just the band standing in a corner you know look trying to exactly. look cool you know just yeah. really in the thick of it and um yeah that, I, I think it just tells so much more of a story exactly if you can if you can catch the vibe of a moment rather than just showing what's there like that's the goal for me you know mm-hmm. anyone can take pictures especially now everyone has a camera phone or, you know but um it's, not everybody uh, has the eye exactly yeah <laughs> it's it's yeah we've i've met quite a few trust me <laughs> um <clears throat> that's what a what a gift it is to um realize from such an early age what it is you would like to do yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like, it was just always just something that I wanted to do. I always had a camera. I always had, you know, I was, I, even even video stuff. Like, I was in high school, and I made, like, a belly button documentary. And, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, everyone show me your belly button. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> I still have it. I have to digitize it still. But it's just, like, weird. Like, I was always just into documenting people, you know? And it, it, it's, it's mainly people too. Like everyone, everyone's like, Oh, you should take a picture of that sunset. And I'm like, not interested. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it, it's just so, I, I just love observing people. And then, then even looking at the photos afterwards, you know what I mean? Like I, I get enjoyment out of that too. I don't know. Maybe it's some weird voyeuristic thing. <laughs> there's, there's something messed up over here, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I could say that about everyone. <laughs> I know I'm certainly messed up in many ways. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's interesting. Yeah, I think I was uh, I was about six when I realized what I wanted to do. It was like, you know, be on stage, be an, ar- be an artist, be, you know, write songs, you know, play music, uh, draw, you know, write exactly. things, make, make videos, you know. I-, I just love the whole creative space. It just feels good. It feels good to, like, get it out and then, and then to see what you've created afterwards, too. It's just satisfying, so... It is. And, and Six is early. That is young. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is young. It's one of those. Well, my, my dad took my brother and I to see Rat and Poison. Oh, there you go. That'll yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So it was. And those were some of our favorite bands at the time. And this was it was March 1987. And we went to D.C., the Capitol Center. And I just remember I still have the picture hanging on the wall right here, like it's it's kind of cool for me to look at it every now and then you know but like yeah <clears throat> so i just remember that night um poison was opening and brett michaels was on the stage and there was a part in the middle of the show where ricky rockets like doing some drum solo on the toms he's like riding the toms and like there's smoke on the stage the lights are going off it's loud as fuck <laughs> right and brett michaels is humping the stage and he's getting <laughs> faster with the pace of the drums <laughs> and I remember, th- and you know, these guys are like in their, you know, early twenties at that point. And I remember thinking like, 
I want to do that. That's what you knew. That's what I want to do. You wanted to help the stage. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was that moment. And I still haven't done that. I still have not helped the stage. <laughs> well, this is the thing. If you're in Massachusetts, I'm coming to that show, and I you're doing it, and I'm videotaping that, and collaboration. Fuck yeah. Yes. Collaboration is key. Yes, I, I will hit you up. I promise. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to like complete the circle. Mm-hmm. I'll be very <laughs> upset if I hear that you hump the stage and I didn't document it. So please hold off until I'm there. Uh, yeah, this, the impulse, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's that's awesome. Um, that's really cool. So, um, so who? I guess. Okay, when did you start working with like? Uh, I guess you know the air quotes the bigger bands like you know godsmack and limp biscuit like yeah well i started I, the first tour that i did was with protagonist and i toured with them for a little bit but they weren't like full time by any means we uh, just went on two three weeks sort of things in the van but the there wasn't any band after that i went straight to blondie so it was pretty uh blondie yeah it was pretty extreme going from protagonist to blondie wow both extremely talented, but yeah. on uh, <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah, completely um, different. Yeah, I started actually doing... I, I was kind of sold it a, a different way than it actually was. So my friend Greg, who I met through Papa Roach when I was 16, he was on tour with them, and it we, we were waiting outside the bus like, you know, 16-year-olds would because we wanted to meet the band. Sure. So... Um, my friend, I went with my stepmom. She brought her friend. This is a long story. Sure, go for it. She brought her friend. Her friend, who became my friend later, started dating a dude that was on tour with Papa Roach. That dude started a VIP company. He was a photographer as well. We, We stayed in touch. They're still together, actually, so... She actually met him because of me wanting to go to a Papa Roach show. So you're welcome. They have a great, they have a very cute family <laughs> because of me. And um, so Greg, what's his name? He started a VIP company and he watched me go to college for photography. And we always talk about photography all the time. And he called me up one day and he was like, hey, would you want to take photos on tour like for the VIP thing? like the meet and greet photos and I was like yes definitely so he just put me out on Blondie and little did I know I had to like run the meet and greet which I had no idea what was going on at all like oh by the way I got there and they're like have you ever been on tour and I go yeah because I have (laughs) but not with someone like Blondie I didn't know how to get in the bus I didn't know (laughs) I didn't know anything and then I get to the shows and like you kind of have to advance those things. Like there's tickets being bought and people meeting at certain places and a lot of logistics that you don't really think about, but I had, and I had no idea what was going on. So I got there, I was a mess and then I figured it out. And then during that, I, um, Chris Stein, the guitar player, Blondie is an awesome photographer. He, so I started taking pictures just as I always did. And I didn't even think to like, ask or anything Mm because I was just I was always just around my family and just photographing all the time so it was just normal to me so I just started taking photos and they never said anything so (laughs) (laughs) I came out with like this body of work at the end of the tour and they were just like 
I mean, they knew I was taking live stuff, but they didn't know I was taking, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. I tend to be kind of sneaky sometimes. Not on purpose, but just, you know, because that's... I don't like to be intrusive. I like to be, like, capture as real of a You're a fly on the wall, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, you caught some videos of myself, like, you know, at James's (laughs) house. And I was like, oh, shit, she was filming. Yeah. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, basically, I came out with a body of work at the end, and they were like, you took these? Like, <laughs> when did you do this? <laughs> so that's sort of how it started, and I just got on tour with other bands through that VIP thing, but then the VIP thing kind of fizzled out, and they just had me taking photos because they didn't want to do meet and greets anymore. Right. So it was uh, it was cool. I just did what I wanted to, and then that ended up becoming my job another yet another fucking gift right yes like (laughs) it's like the dream it's yeah do what you want to do if you i was just talking to someone else about this like if you just something you want to do work really fucking hard and put yourself on the path and shit can happen exactly like don't just don't ask just do it you know what i mean like i could be like do you guys want me to take photos that's a lot of things that photographers like that are trying to break into it, they always ask me, like, how'd you do it? Like, it's just kind of a weird story, you know what I mean? And that's kind of, like, if even if you watch Ellen, you know, and there's actors and actresses and musicians, and their backstory is always not like, oh, I, you know, went through these 10 easy steps, here's what you can do. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's never like that. It's so, different for everyone. Yeah, you just have <clears throat> to do, do what you want and hope that, you know, people notice, and if they do, just do it some more, and then do it some more. <laughs> yeah, I think too. Like, the the ask is really weird. Like, um, I I know in the past when I, I'll say things like whether it's like suggesting a band do this or or my own band. Hey, do you think we should do this? Like, I think there's a there's like, I uh, kind of get like it's supposed to be democratic, but like what I mean is what I'm saying is like sometimes when you ask people and they actually they'll they'll actually start to think of it like. How can I explain this? Like, if you have something in mind that you want to do, like you taking pictures, and you said, hey, do you mind if I take pictures? Like, they might go, well, actually, do I mind? Like, they'll think about right. it. And it's like mm-hmm. a weird, it becomes this weird thing. And um, if you just start doing it, and the end of the tour, you just go, you know, here's this hard drive or this Dropbox link. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And they're like, oh, fuck. And they're actually stoked that you did it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> It's yeah. kind of sometimes people don't know what they want, and that's yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. It's kind of to make like, the decision. It's a little douchey salesman to just kind of be pushy and push yourself and your craft on someone, but <laughs> you know sometimes they don't see the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I when I have like a mix for a song or something or, or like a demo. I I always like to I put like drums on it. Like I'll I'll make it sound like it's a finished product because. Right. I don't because I don't trust that they're going to have the imagination to understand exactly. what I'm trying to convey. You know what yeah. it's going to sound like at the end. I need to, they got to hear the finished product and then they go, oh fuck, that's sick. You know. Yeah, yeah. Too much talking can ruin something. You just kind of got to go for it. And yeah. If it's a yes or no, you know, okay, we'll work with it. But yeah, if it, I've had, I just had a book come out uh, recently, and I used to be super stubborn about, you know, editing and what's going to be used for what and sequencing all this kind of sort of things that photographers get nerdy about. Mm-hmm. But I had a photo editor and I, I just let myself go. You know what I mean? I was like, I have this dude and I trust him, 
Like I have to fully trust him. Right. So I just sort of let him bully me out of pictures and putting in pictures that like I didn't think were great. But in the end, like the I love the book. You know what I mean? It came out different than I expected, but I love it. You know, it, and it's kind of it's hard to let go when you're creating. But Very collaboration much. is like is key. Like it's especially if you trust the, the person that you're collaborating with, which I think you have to. Yeah. Especially like you know. With Otherwise, you why are you talking to them? Yeah. Exactly. It's it's hard for some people to let go, especially creatives. But you kind of have to. You it it allows you to grow in ways that you wouldn't expect, or yeah. even just do yourself. So. Yeah, you start. It's interesting when you start bouncing ideas off of someone else, and um, they, this gem just comes out. You're like, oh my god, I would never would have thought of that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's why we collaborate, and um, you know, to begin with. Yeah, if if you're just gonna sit there and complain and, and micromanage everything, just do it by your fucking self. You know? Exactly. Like, why are, why are you even wasting this person's time? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, I wanted to ask you about the book. Um. I saw you did like a, you did a book tour recently, right? Yeah, I've done a few signings and talks and shows. Still going. Yeah, that's awesome. So what, um, tell me what exactly, what is the book about? I saw like you had like family members in there and stuff. Yeah, it's, um, it's basically my life's work. I mean, I've been photographing forever. It, um, my family sort of never understood why I was photographing them. And I kind of actually didn't either. <laughs> it was just sort of a... Just a knew you had to. Yeah, I just had to. It just felt right, so I did it. And uh, I went to school for it, so they uh, that's where I learned that documentary photography was actually a thing. So it's that's basically, cool. yeah, it's, it's, it's my life's work. It's my family, but there's also band stuff mixed in there. It's not anything live. It's all behind the scenes, sort of real-life documentary-style stuff. And it's just all my personal work from two I think it starts in 2007 till now so it's just that's really awesome you got a whole decade's worth of stuff yeah um, it's, um, it, it started off with a lot of photos and then once again I had to trust my photo editor David Carroll thanks David um, <laughs> to you know narrow it down he's like send me 300 I go no I can't send you 300. You're getting 600 at least. So I gave him 700. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he narrowed it down from there, which was probably easy for him, but like a nightmare for me. That's why it's also. I'm sure. <laughs> You're so, so close uh, yeah. to it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how does that how does that process go? Like, how do you. I cried. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i really love this picture of my mom and he's like it's not good and i'm like all right oh fuck that's <laughs> it's awesome funny. he's from new york so you know he's very new york about things that's great very cut so, and dry i love that exactly so, but yeah i love how it turned out it's like 70 images and there's there's band stuff in there but if you didn't know who was in bands you wouldn't know who was in bands you know what i mean right so <clears throat> so you went from 700 picks to 70 Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I, you know, when, when photographers send us like a Dropbox or a Google Drive of like, you know, 80 pictures, 100 pictures, I feel that's daunting, you know? Oh, yes. Let it alone, is. let alone for like <laughs> a project that you're going to put out, you know? 
it's printed it's like you hold it and it's there forever yeah it's tangible <laughs> it's this thing exactly and it's representing you it's a lot of pressure oh man it's also a lot of money too like books are insane really still yeah well we we actually printed in rhode island because it the publisher they went with really ha likes to bring attention to like the quality of work so we were there like on press like tweaking stuff like oh we need one point less blue in here and it's just like it gets Whoa. very nerdy very quick and it was awesome to be a part of that process which like if you're sending it over to china you don't you get one proof and it's like do you like this yes or no <laughs> wow you know so in this uh yeah we did it at meridian printing in rhode island so we all were there for like three days printing the book which was awesome to see because it's just the huge printing presses is offset printing. It's not digital. It's like the legit sort of old school way of going about it. So oh, it's it was so really neat. cool. That's so now I would love to see something like that. I've n I actually never even thought about how books are made, you know? Yeah. It's that's, cool. That's really cool. Um, you didn't do anything cool. Like, uh, you know, put your blood in the ink or anything. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I get a lot of blood. Fair enough. Where were you? I know. I should. I'm I the marketing know. guy. I should have fucking <laughs> printed in my blood. I know. <laughs> Enough blood's gone into the book. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Blood, sweat, tears, and everything else. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, so what's it like when you're out on the road with these bands, uh, especially like you know Godsmack, Limp Bizkit, Newfound Gloria? What is it like? I mean, everybody. I assume everybody's pretty chill, and you know, I, you know, these all these are like all older bands that I'm talking about. They've been through it, and they're probably not raging like they used to, and right, pretty pretty <laughs> relaxed, or is it, you know? It is actually like sometimes we have younger bands like opening the shows, and I see them like partying and stuff, and I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I mean, I um, I don't drink or anything, so it. It's definitely more my speed. They're older. I mean, they still know how to have a good time, but we just do different things. Like, we go bowling, or we go to, you know, David oh, Buster's. Cool. Recreational <laughs> shit. Yeah, stuff like that. The movies a lot, you know what I mean? We go to eat. <laughs> we just don't get crazy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but it's, a, it's obviously a lot of fun. Like, I just, you know, I hang out in document rock stars, so it can't be that difficult yeah yeah for sure can't be that shitty <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's pretty awesome man um so uh you did the video that uh, i guess it's the most recent newfound glory video the yes. music video yeah yeah i thought that looked great oh thanks and and yeah i think i guess i think i swear i swear you mentioned it or something how it's it pretty i mean most videos are pretty low budget you're saving as much money as possible these days right but, um but it's it, it it doesn't look cheap, you know, like Thanks. you got, yeah, it's like, it's a certain kind of person, you know, with the eye to really, you know, take a almost no budget and turn it into something beautiful. And, um, it looked really great. Like I loved how you had each guy and they were just like rocking out in the smoke and the lights and shit. It was, um, it was cool mm. because we did it on a day off and it was kind of like, I wanted to do it. Like it was my thing. I was like, I love this song. It's kind of like you made videos for like four other songs already, I think it was, and 
I was like, I want to do a video for this song. <laughs> like, it, I was pushing it on them. It was like my thing. And they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> and then I got Ian involved in it. And I was like, Ian, like, I wanted to do this, like, one camera shot, like, them all around me. Because for me, I love performance videos from bands. Like, I like doing a storyline, but it's sort of like a whole nother mindset. Like, I remember my, my favorite videos, like, growing up are just straight up performance, just like cool, you know, I, I showcasing the band rather than putting like a whole nother visual on it. So we started just thinking of ideas like of different gags we can do. And then Ian's trying to make me make it look like an eighties band. <laughs> like, And I was like, I don't know. We finally settled <laughs> on five minutes alone, Pantera. So that was uh. the, that was like the, if you, I don't know if you noticed, but like the up close shots, they're like, we filmed them really slow so it moves really quickly but it's on time oh man um, i've always wanted to do that i could never yeah, figure it, out the technique it's cool because with, with especially with the bass strings and stuff it looks like wonky yeah they're like just flopping around all over the place yeah and yeah i love that so we just ripped off the uh, pantera sure why not a lot of people do which is fine <laughs> yeah totally totally but it was cool because we actually shot it in dallas too so it was you know little homage to Pantera there but um <laughs> yeah we it was awesome we our lighting girl Meg and Josh their tech and Cyrus and me and Ian just loaded everything in <laughs> like it was a show day but it was a day off and everyone was like why are we doing this and then I was like why are we doing this <laughs> but <laughs> it, yeah. it was fun I'm glad I'm glad we did it because I think it's pretty cool that's my favorite favorite song off the album, and then I shot a newfound glory music video, which is cool for me in high school. Yeah, you know? yeah, high school you <laughs> is like high fiving, right? Exactly. I'm like, I did it, I did it. You did it. That's so fucking cool. And, and yeah, I think the the fact that you got the video done was great, but but the fact that you got the band and crew to to work on a day off oh, is yeah. a whole feat in itself. Well, that was the thing. I mean, I took them out to dinner after. <laughs> like you, you paid them exactly <laughs> that's amazing yeah it's it, days off are like fucking gold you know like <laughs> when you're on tour for six weeks or whatever it's like exactly it's a lot especially for the crew because the crew is you know they're there to work and when it's the day off it's like no we're fucking off they're not in the band you know there's no real stake in the music or the, you know so for them to like, yeah, I did the same thing. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I've, I've had the same thing. I just shot the last two videos that we did. And one of them, the new one, Gas Station Burrito, is, is I put the, the camera in the dash and it just yeah. faces, faces the band. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we went around like, like six or seven times maybe around this park in Florida. And, um, <clears throat> you know, our crew had to help like load the gear and you know right. put it back in the trailer because we, we wanted to get like wanted to make it look ridiculous like obviously you're not gonna have like a full drum kit in the van but right. we wanted to do that you know so we had to go digging and um we really we took them out to dinner that night as well you know we just yeah. like thank you guys so much for being cool you know exactly um, but well, uh, that's the thing too if you and it goes back to just being like a nice person in general if you weren't if you were a dickhead they wouldn't do it you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's the thing like if i was mean to the crew they would be like no i'm not doing that on my day off so i mean i don't even know if i mentioned that before but that's like one of my main things is like trying to be 
just pleasant all around. Pleasant to have around, you know, and mm-hmm. sort of a, pro- a productive sort of positive energy on tour because it, it can get a little weird sometimes being that close to that many people. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> the it, it's hard enough being on the road. Um, and when you start adding negativity to it, you know, it's it, it really it can get toxic very fast. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's we've gotten really good at touring. Like when we go out, everybody's always in their phone or their laptop or listening to music or or playing a video game. Or, you know, it's like there's <laughs> there's we can kind of get away in that way. But, yeah, when you're, you know, on a on a, in a tube with wheels cruising <laughs> around with like seven other dudes, you know, it's like anything can happen and it can get crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you're, uh, when you're editing videos, what, what are you using? Like premiere or uh, final cut? Like I'm a final cut person. Right on. Yeah. I just always have been And uh, it's just, <clears throat> I, I didn't get mad when they made the final cut X sort of, transition to make things easier when everyone else got mad yeah they kind of dumbed it down right exactly but i mean it still does everything that you need come on yeah it's just a little bit more intuitive once you learn it you're like oh you're right yeah (laughs) you're right and it's like why why fuck with the flow if if it works for you yeah but yeah i had a i had like a um years ago i had a like a a pirated version of it um, mm-hmm. and it just didn't, my computer didn't run very well and it just, I got frustrated a lot and I felt like it was like a, a ram hog. And, <laughs> and so I, I got rid of it and I started using, um, Premiere, uh, cause I was fucking with, uh, After Effects a lot. Right. Yeah. And so I had pirated versions of that stuff too. And like Photoshop <laughs> and Illustrator. And now I pay, I pay for the whole creative I know, cloud. You know, I think that's what becoming an adult is. It is. is not stealing software. That's yeah. when you know. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I, you know, well, it was, it was like, you know, for, uh, again, I'm, I'm a man of convenience. You know, I, I, <laughs> I will pay for things if it makes it easier. Right. Um, and uh, it, it was, you know, you're, you're messing with pirated software, so it can be buggy. It, it's not always updated. You can't update it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, right. And, and, you know, so, and I started using more of these tools out of the creative cloud suite and i was just like dude i gotta i just gotta you know start paying and have the updated versions i can't afford to like miss time and no yeah for sure i mean that's the thing it's like some people go on vacation i just you know buy software and gear (laughs) it's so true it's so true man and that you have to be you know you gotta be in the flow you can't have something just mess up your flow especially yeah. when you're being creative it just throws a whole wrench in it yeah like a vacation you can't exactly. you can't fucking go on vacation <laughs> exactly no tour is vacation tour is yeah right <laughs> yeah it's for me it's 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 about investing in yourself investing in your craft mm-hmm. um for it's sure. like uh i was able to pay like a big chunk of my debt down uh last year which was great um nice. but but then but then i went right back in because i started buying all this gear you know that i needed because i knew because I, I i'm i'm taking on more bands i'm producing engineering um i'm doing you know i'm doing more of our videos and stuff like i decided i wasn't gonna let anybody else do our videos because like they've just been fucking weird actually the 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 guy the, the guys that, the guys that do our videos down in uh florida the sugar shack guys oh my god they are so fucking good but i can't always nice. get down to florida and i, I you know it, the budget right. and everything so mm-hmm. if i need a video i just got to do it 
and I want the right tools to do it with. Um, exactly. You know? And if I want to make a record or if I want to do a demo, I need the right gear. And I just went, I, you know, it's, yeah, I went back into debt a little bit, but it's also, <laughs> I, I, I buy shit that's going to make me money. Right. You're investing. Exactly. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. I make it work for me. So yeah, if it's a couple grand to buy a, buy a rolling drum kit, you know, I'll do that do because I know that I'm going <laughs> to be producing bands. You know, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of people, uh, they fault on that. Like there's people that this isn't working. I, I can't, you know, it's like, well, how much time are you spending doing it? You know, you're exactly. not, you're not, you got to make this your life. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I can't, I can't go somewhere and be like, Oh, hold on. This isn't working. Wait a second. No, you got to be pro when you're doing stuff. You be, can't just like be pro. Uh, yeah. Get it done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. However you got to get it done. And you know, even, even when, yeah, I mean, work gets in the way for sure. Like I, I used to get in trouble at my, my serving job. I used to wait tables and bartend and stuff like <laughs> I used to get in trouble because I was on, you know, on MySpace on my phone. When they finally, <laughs> when they finally put the app out, you go on on the MySpace app, and I'm replying to fans and I'm like updating tour dates and things. Like I'm doing the job as much as possible, even when I have a real job that right. is actually paying the bills. Yeah. Um, you know, you just have to do those things. You can't. You got to stay up late. And you got to, you got to sit, sit there. And I did a, in like 2014, I did a. Uh, I went on Linda. Do you, do you remember Linda.com? You ever check it out? Is that where the, it's the tutorials? Yes. Yes. Yeah. L Y N D A. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how popular it is anymore, but yeah, like the winter, like it was late 14, late 14, early 15. I signed up for like a free trial, like with two different emails. So I had like six weeks of like free trials or whatever. And <laughs> dude, I went in and I, anything that was related to Pro Tools, recording, like even uh, yes. uh, Photoshop and, and After Effects, anything. I downloaded everything I could. I spent <laughs> day and night doing these courses on the, while I had this free trial. So and I sick. learned so much shit, uh, you know, because it's just I knew it's what I wanted to do with my life, you know. Yeah. It's just it's fun, too. Like, that's the thing. Like, when you know when you learn something and then you know how to do it and then you do it and it works, you're just like, oh. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. You know how happy I was when, uh, when I, I decided to do shoot the last couple of videos, and especially the the detonate video. That one we really like. <clears throat> it was the black and white one we did a few months back, and like mm -hmm. went to a, a, a recording studio here in Maryland. Uh, the guy let us have the place for free against the backdrop of the wall. We had these James actually his his uh, his ambient force lights, the up lights they do for the oh, weddings. Yeah. He let me. Um, he sent me like a box of those. And we had a, those all laid around. And we just tried to make it look like something. And at the end of the day, I started editing it. I, I got, I edited the thing. It probably took like, I don't know, like eight hours or something like that mm -hmm. of just editing. I stayed up super late because I was excited to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, but when I was done and I had it up on YouTube and I showed the guys, I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, this is fucking sick. And I'm just like, <laughs> the, the feeling I got from it, yeah. you know, it was amazing. Yeah, for sure. Like we did that shit. We shot that ourselves. I edited the fuck out of it. And now it's out there for the world to see it. It's every part of the process is fun. It really is. You have to love it. Yeah, you have to. It's a, that's why, like, sometimes you get these people on tour that, you know, they're they're teching or they're tour managing or whatever, and they, they just seem, like, miserable. Yeah. And I'm just like, why, why are you doing this? Like, love what you do. You know what I mean? And it's way easier to live if you love what you do, you know? It truly is. 
that's why I said it's such a gift to know what you want to do when you're right. so young yeah. and you pursue it, you know? That's true. Um, yeah. I probably forget about that too. I was feel like everyone just knows what they want to do, but I guess that's not the case. It's yeah. It's, it's, it's so weird. And, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine on the last episode about, um, uh, how people tell you, like when you, when you take that less traveled path, the creative path or whatever it is, entrepreneurial or whatever it's going to be, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> how you, you end you, somewhere along the way, you get the whole, like when you were a kid, it was, you could do whatever you want, you know, like, mm-hmm. they dream big, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Sky's the limit. Right. And for me, it was like, the sky is not the fucking limit. I, I'm going further than the sky. You know, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's what I wanted to do. And, and, um, like universal and like, uh, then eventually you get to talk about, well, you can't, you can't do that. That's the fucking, that's not going to work. You know, you got to oh, yeah. get a job and you got to do the mm-hmm. thing, you know? And I just didn't want to be part of the rat race. Oh yeah. No, it's uh, I, I definitely got that growing up. My family was like, photography is a hobby. And I'm just like, no, it is not. And I will prove it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Like, I'm not saying they weren't supportive, like, as, cause I went to school for it, obviously. And, they knew it was real at that point, but it, there's there's a good amount of time where they were, it was like, get a real job. Like, what are you actually going to do? And I was like, this is it. Like, I don't want a real job. <laughs> get out of here. I, I, I love that. It's, I think um, <clears throat> everybody, you know, plenty of people have made a living shooting photos, shooting videos, mm-hmm. you know, making music, making movies, drawing, painting, whatever. Like plenty of people have made a living. It's like, why not me? You know, why not you? Right. It, exactly. You just have, I think a lot of people don't know how to get up off the ground. You know, it's also like that the fear of not having money to live is also the other thing. Yes. You know? It's completely understandable. The, being in like a freelance sort of mindset is a hard thing for a lot of people to wrap their heads around. Because you don't know when you're going to make money again. So you kind of have to, you know, live within your means and save and, you know, you kind of have to do some sort of jobs that you don't like. And it's 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 hard to balance, especially like I I won't shoot weddings. I've done a few. I mean, yes, you make a lot of money. And that was kind of like the push. Like my family's like, you should shoot weddings. And I'm like, all right, I'll try. <laughs> I'd like, done a few, no. and it just bummed me out so hard. And I was like, I would rather work a regular job and not, like, cloud my mind with, like, cloud my, like, you know, photography, like, sort of sense with stuff that I don't want to photograph. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll be happy. Yeah, I'll make money. and But it, it's kind of just, like, bumming me out. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd rather work you know, a week at a job than one day shooting a wedding. But that's just a personal choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you like what you like. And exactly. Like, certain- if you, like, do you, have you ever thought about, like, doing commercials or stuff like that? Do you do that kind of stuff? <clears throat> like, uh, like making music? Yeah. Like jingles and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've definitely thought of it, but I never thought I would be any good at anything like that. It's always song-oriented and making, you know, Always going you for the big song. You'd probably kill it, though, if you think <laughs> about it. You would. It, it's interesting to think about. It's like, it, those that stuff is pretty simple. Yeah. 
yeah, and just a little melody, a little, little hook there, 30 seconds. But you don't really want to do it, or else you would have done it already. Yeah, so yeah, just wasn't it. a thing that ever, yeah, <laughs> dude, you're absolutely right. It was exactly. Never, yeah, definitely thought about it, just never pursued it. And Yeah. Yeah, I'm always like, I just want to make six songs and put them on records and go on tour. Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, <clears throat> with um, when you do videos for other bands and stuff, uh, so, okay, I guess, is do you find it, um, you said you enjoy the process, which is great. Um, yeah. But do you find it, you know, daunting or overwhelming sometimes when you 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 think you maybe have more shots than you thought you did or like you, you're looking at your your timeline and you've got like eight or eight or ten different layers and right. trying to figure out where <laughs> everything goes and oh I, yeah that the barbed wire newfound glory video was a disaster because i, I with video i plan to the t like i overshoot I plan extra stuff. I make sure it's covered. Uh, with photography, it's more sort of a free flow sort of thing. I kind of just let it happen. So with video, if it's if I don't have it, I'll get super nervous. I'll be like, oh, no, I messed up. And everything, you know, once you have everything all set up, and then you don't want to overwork everyone because I, I'm also, like, a firm believer in keeping everyone's morale up during a shoot, like, especially shooting music videos or stuff you don't want them to get burnt out because you can see it in in their face as they're performing or whatever so i try to make things as fast as possible but i also want to get all the shots because we're you know we're all there we set this up it's all ready to go you might as well just throw in this one more shot just in case but you kind of got to know when to stop yourself mm -hmm. and you know let people eat <laughs> yeah that's another thing too planning eating Sometimes if you don't, then people get hangry. It's a whole thing. So video, like, video is a lot harder for me because of all the planning going on. And but um, it's I don't even remember what the question was. I just keep talking. But <laughs> I was saying, do you find it like overwhelming? Like when you feel like you you shot so much stuff and you just oh, like, totally. what do I use? Like, what don't I use? You got pieces of stuff everywhere on your on you know your layers and yeah, it's uh. It eventually, like, I'll, I'll take, I always take a picture of my timeline when it's just a mess, <laughs> and then, like, one when it's done. So you're just like, okay, if I'm ever overwhelmed, I'll just look at the old pictures, and I could be like, this turned into this, so you're okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it, great. It, it, it can get out of hand, but I'm kind of in the middle of that right now, where I'm shooting something where I can't. I haven't announced anything yet, so it's kind of like a bigger project, and there's a lot shooting and a lot that I've already shot, and a lot of archival stuff, and it is a mess in my head and on my computer right now, so kind of <laughs> like trying to get, it's funny that you mentioned it, because I'm, I'm currently in the situation of a lot of footage, stuff that still needs to be shot stuff that other people shot that all needs to come together so um that's gonna be that's that'll that'll come out 2019 hopefully if i can actually get it done <laughs> man that's that's something like same thing with uh recording um i, I just finished a big project yesterday well it's, it's not finished but it's pretty much done there's just like they're gonna go record a few extra things like horns and some right. uh, some features like vocal stuff 
but the bulk of it is done. Like we tracked everything and like just, but when you're like the first few days in or like a weekend out of say like a two week process, it's like you've got all this shit and like, I had so much to go through and like, you know, you make comps of like the best vocal lines and things to make, to, to right. make the perfect line, all, mm-hmm. like a lot of material. And, um, if, if you sit and think about it, man, you just, you'll wreck, <laughs> wreck yourself. Exactly. You just got to keep moving. Cause and, every part has parts and yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot for one brain to process. And especially if you see it in like list form, yeah. you're like, oh, jeez. Because I, oh, I mean, you, I'm sure you make like a, a checkoff thing, right? Like, yeah, drums done, vocals. Yeah, I have <laughs> done that. I didn't do it for this one, actually. I kind of had the iPad going when I was writing things down as we were going. But like, um, for the most part, it was just like, I always say, like, I save multiple projects. Like, I never save over anything. Like, I, I want to be able to go back to day one. If right. I need to and Which is also things. horrible for your head. Yeah. Because you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I try to, if there's something significant, like um, a certain guitar tone that we use, like I'll take note. Like I'll, I'll either like write down like the, um, the, uh, like the, the levels and things for mids and treble and bass and volume and stuff. Or I'll even like draw a picture of what it looks like or, you know, take note of whatever. I, we use the, the Kemper on, on, on everything this time. So everything's nice. like John Feldman tones and all these different tones. Um, so I'll, I'll like write down what tone we used and things like that. But like, um, That's cool. but yeah, like I never, I never do anything destructive. It's always like, oh, we're changing something. Okay. So I just save as, and I make a new project and right. just keep going, you know? <laughs> uh, so I can always yeah. go back to the beginning. How often do you go back though? Uh, not too often. Right. <laughs> it, it, yeah. That is one thing that I learned. Uh, this guy, Matt Wallace, who, um, worked with him on our last record. We did three songs with him in LA and he did the first Maroon 5 record. Nice. Um, which I love that record. I thought it was an amazing, it's all it, like full band instruments, like really good songs. Um, sounds great. <clears throat> so it was really cool for us to work, uh, work with him. And one thing I learned from him was just like, just fucking commit, you know, yeah. don't, don't dwell on, Oh my God, is this, is this better than this line? Should we, should we, you know, should it be a little more distorted or, you know, the guitar or what, just figure it out, pick something and go. You right. Know? Because you're going to, you're going to kill yourself. Oh yeah, for no. sure. I just, um, I actually just started a band myself about two weeks that. ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're sick of uh, we're sick of waiting on other bands. We want to be the band, you know. That's great. I love <laughs> but, the attitude. Uh, no, it's fun. Like I've I've always like I've I've always had a drum set. I've always had a guitar. I never like took it super seriously, and. Um, it's just, it's sort of a, it's like super fun writing songs. Like I never actually sat down and wrote them. I always just played instruments, but I've, I've just been messing around with logic and we've just been demoing a few things. And it's just like, it's a whole nother thing that I'm going to spend hours and hours on now. I love that. It's cool. But yeah, I can see like how you're saying like, Oh, we use this sound. Like, what was that? Is this one better? And it, it always gets better. You know what I mean? Like I did the same thing. I was saving older tracks. I was like, well, maybe we want to go back, but it, it's never as good. Like it always progresses to get better. I think. Yeah. With my two weeks experience. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, but you're the creative type. You've been doing that forever. So right, you, yeah, you, yeah, I understand totally what you mean. <laughs> I just um, didn't think it would translate to music. Honestly, I thought, 
it would be sort of a different animal. But it's it's kind of similar, especially with video editing. So yeah, it's like I building the layers and you know uh -huh. not overdoing it. Exactly. It's um, I think with anything, I think there's fundamentals to everything, and 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 you know whether you're shooting video, taking photos, making a record, I think it's all art. You know, and and you yeah. too too much of a good thing is too much, and you know less is more, and you know, all those things like it's, yeah. Uh, it, I think it all uh, goes to all of that stuff. It's <clears throat> cool. So, what's the band called again? Primary. Primary. That's right. Yeah. Have, and you guys uh, are dressed in like primary colors. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole thing. I like that. <laughs> you got to have a thing. Yeah, we got a thing. I mean, that's what we we came up with a thing before we started writing the songs. I mean, that, isn't that what you have to do now? No, that's cool. Yeah, you got to yeah. have a. Everybody's got to have a niche, man. It's got to have like a. Yeah. What what kind of what style of music? What is it? It's actually just like pop, like radio pop, sort of a little bit darker, but um. Right on. It's uh, I'm programming in Logic, you know. Dude, Logic just doing some MIDI stuff. It's just super fun. Yeah, Logic is is the best for um. I use Pro Tools for most of the stuff, but like when I'm like working on beats and shit, Logic yeah. all the way. Yeah, I mean I, I I had a. Ty Zamora used to have all of his stuff over my house, so I used to watch him work, like, recording stuff, and it was always just cool to, like, watch, and I saw him doing, like, the MIDI stuff in Logic, and I was like, oh, so, it's so cool, because you can change so many, you can just do a beat and then change it completely just by what it's playing under, like, oh, I want this to be a synthesizer, no, let's just change it to a drum beat instead, totally. and it's just like, it's it's kind of like I don't know. I kind of feel like it's cheating a little bit, but maybe not. <laughs> nah, it's just the, to me. It's uh, especially these days. Uh, to me, it's whatever you got to do to get to get the sound you want to get. Yeah. Whatever you're trying to achieve, if it's in your head, whatever you got to do to get there, you know. And yeah. and a lot of things like there are a lot of people that are you know still purists as far as recording goes, like uh, analog versus digital, and mm -hmm. um, you know, like like I said, I, I'm using I'm all Kemper now, and Kemper is like. I saw all these bands on Warped Tour. They had them. Um, they're just digital profiled amps that, like, you can have right. any sound. And, you know, we did our entire record, like, all the guitars in just a couple days for this new record um, where – and it's, like, 11 songs. Back back in the day, it was, like, you spend two hours trying to figure out a guitar tone with an right. amp down the hall with the door mm -hmm. closed. And now it's, like, you can just zip to anything you want and have it ready to go on the fly. And to me, that's just more efficient. You know, it's it's cheaper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the gear is not exactly cheap, but like once you have it, you have it. And then you can just do whatever you want. Exactly. There's yeah, no same more... thing. Same thing with film and digital cameras. You know? Same yeah. Thing. Like I can make stuff look awesome. And is it cheat is photoshopping cheating? No, I don't think so. No, I don't I think, think so. Right. I think it's I think it's the way of the world, dude. It's just yeah. It's uh, you know, Photoshop is uh, man, one of those apps that I I just I never mastered. Like I'm pretty good at it. Like I I do a lot of good stuff with it. Like I I didn't even know what mask. I didn't know how to mask anything until like three or four years ago. Ooh, so much fun. Oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. Some guy told me he's like layer masks, bro, and I was like, what's that, <laughs> dude? I could, like. I, I've been working with, I think my first Photoshop project was in 06. I had some shit computer and it barely ran. And I made like flyers for the band. I was like, this is amazing. 
Yes. You know? um, and what, he just showed me a couple things to get started. And then, like, you know, now there's YouTube and Linda and all that stuff. But, like, yeah, it's just – but it's still – I know this. the possibilities with that app are just incredible and endless, and I just haven't gone the full route with that yet. I just kind of do what I can do to get by. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. There's, like, a thousand ways to do one thing on it, too. So it's kind of like if you know what you want to do and you know how to get there, like, you don't need to know the whole app. It's yeah. just different ways. Yeah. So. When, uh, <clears throat> when, you, when you mentioned um, the automation and stuff, like the macros and all that, like, yeah. I didn't really know any, anything about that stuff until, I don't know, probably a couple of years ago. And when, like, one time I, I executed an action to make a, we were doing the, the Ballyhoo app. And it was like, well, we need this size, this size. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? How am I going to, like, well, I, <laughs> I found, like, an action that takes the image and just makes it all the different sizes yeah. and it's done. It puts it in a folder and it's done. I was like, Holy yeah. shit. Balls. <laughs> it's the best. It's the I, best. I make actions just to create instead of doing two clicks, like in creating an adjustment layer, I create an action that's just creating an adjustment layer. So wow. Instead of, yeah. Like it's, so you're it's, super it's, lazy it's now. Yeah. It's efficient. It's not lazy. <laughs> yeah, like instead of going to adjustment layer curves, I now just press curves action. <laughs> and it just does it. And it, yeah, it's just there. That's so sick, man. I yeah. mean, this is the thing. When I'm correcting photos after a show at 12 o'clock at night, because most bands want them that night, which is fine, but I need to do it efficiently. It needs to, I, I've gotten it down to where I take approximately like a thousand photos a night and I give them a polished like 30 to 50 an hour after the show dude see see that that's not cheating that's ahead of the curve that's what I'm saying that's mastering your fucking craft and that's ma <laughs> maximizing your time because you know how to use that shit you know yeah I, I'll I sit there it. for hours sometimes doing something I'm trying to do and I'm like looking up on YouTube and like mm -hmm. you know but uh one of the things that I have never mastered and I'm still like not good at is uh color grading, color correction, color grading. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, some, so I'll see like the raw footage from like a video, like I mentioned the Sugar Shack guys down in Florida, fucking yeah. amazing. And um, so he'll send me like, how's this look? I'm like, yeah, it looks great. He said, well, it's not done yet. I'm like, oh, it's not done? It looks fucking awesome. And then he'll send me, like, the finished version. It's all color graded. I'm like, yeah. damn, dude. This <laughs> looks great. And I understand that. Where I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I understand it. I know how it all works, you know. But, like, right. getting there, I don't know how to get there, like, with color grading. It just doesn't uh, – if you watch our new video, I did, like, color correction and things like that. But it's all over the place. It's not one <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. each shot was different. The sun was in different sp in different places, yeah. you know, over, over like two hours. And like, it's just, I did the best I could with it and I put it out. Right. And when yeah. I see somebody that can grade a video and it just looks perfect all the way through, you know? Yeah. It's difficult, especially if video is hard because there's not a lot of push and pull in it. Like, it kind of is what it is. Like, you shoot it in raw, but there's only so much you can do and you can't do masks. You know what I mean? I mean, you can, but it's changing. You know, it's, it's a lot harder for video than it is for photo. But, um, and then once you start looking at it, 
you're looking at it too much and then you're overthinking it and then you overcorrect and it's then you go back to the original and you're like oh this original is better yeah that's yeah. the that's the one thing where the original is better sometimes <laughs> yeah it's so <laughs> true you spend hours fucking with it and you're like you know what this is just way better yeah <laughs> the way it came in yeah we've done that recording we'll like we'll do like three or four takes and end up using the first take yeah yeah know? But I feel like it's better to have it and better to try things just in case. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And even if you go back to the first thing, whatever, you know. And it, most of the time you're learning, you know, you're learning something new. Like even exactly. if it's the littlest thing, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Color grading's bad. Like the whole like uh, y- y- there's too much green. It's like but then if you go to pull the green out, something else happens. Oh, like yeah, other colors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything else. <laughs> See, that I wouldn't have known that. I don't understand. Like. Well, see, that's the one, okay, not the one thing, but one of the things that I learned in school, like, I learned to color correct, like, on a straight-up, like, printing film. So, like, that is time-consuming, and you have to know what you're doing, and that's where you learn, like, the complementary colors and to really, like, nitpick your color. So, I I do have to give it up to the Art Institute of Boston, thank you, for, um teaching me how to color correct the old school way which they actually don't do now they got rid of their their color <laughs> of, of processing course. Like, after so, all the money <laughs> so everyone's stuff skills like shit now so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great um so uh what is the book called where can people get it it's called for real and it's on peanutpressbooks.com um it's a limited sort of run so we're only selling it through the publisher rather than put it on Amazon or whatever. Cause I mean, we, we printed it legit. So each book actually costs a lot of money to produce. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you're not like, making any Amazon money off of this. Cut, <laughs> we're giving Amazon a cut. We're really not making money. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, so no, uh, no Apple books or Kindle or anything like that. No, no, it's just a real, a real thing. You know for, what I mean? It's, it's like the real. equivalent if it's for real. It's the equivalent if a band just put their stuff out on vinyl and only. <laughs> that that's very cool and hipster of you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and there's an even more limited edition that comes with a print as well to add some more hipster value to it. No, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> well, damn. Uh, send me some links so I can post them. Uh, post them up on my twitter and all that stuff yeah i will for sure yeah well dude thanks so much for calling into the show thanks for having me it was great yeah it was a lot of fun very easy to talk to oh good i've (laughs) I've been told that yeah (laughs) (laughs) damn well uh have yourself a wonderful day and uh send me some uh send me some tracks when you get that shit going i want to hear it. oh yeah oh yeah well we're in demo mode right now demo mode awesome well i'm a producer so we need some decent pointers yeah I can I throw some do. pointers your way. I'm gonna send you some stuff. Sick. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, cool. I guess I guess we'll talk soon. I don't know at some point. Yeah, why not? I'll see you around. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. James will like come up with something random that we'll just have to both be at. Yeah, I'll I'll do some fucking project again. We're gonna rip my hair out because I can't figure <laughs> out what we're doing. I love that guy. Uh, yeah, awesome. he's great. <laughs> cool. All right, Paris. Well, uh, thank I'll you so talk much. To you later. We'll thank talk you. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. Man, I love talking about nerdy shit. I love getting into it. I can do that shit all day. Like, 
if you wanted to talk to me about like guitar stuff like gear and like vintage guitars and things like that honestly and amps honestly i wouldn't i don't really know where to go like i only know the guitars that i play and i don't really know much about them and i don't know what that says about me but um maybe i should learn more but when it comes to like tech and apps and shit like that i can go all fucking day i can just sit there and talk about uh you know editing and um pro tools and photoshop and premiere and like all that you know i just i just love it i don't know i'm a big uh tech head i guess um so thank you very much to uh to paris for um for coming on the show and talking everybody go check out her book for real i'll put a link in the description of the podcast and uh, hopefully you can tap that and go check out the book like she said it's uh kind of limited pressing she's only doing it in in the real tangible format so grab a hold of that um check out her band when you get a chance and uh yeah thank you so much for listening looking forward to more episodes everybody have a wonderful weekend tales from the green room